and welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, we are doing our aughts. This ought to be good. OOs. Boo. But you're only the, you're the one that started that joke. <laughs> because I was only going to use it later. So. Oh, okay. So that's why I you're feel, me. I feel slighted. <laughs> We're going to start the aughts off the only way we know how with a little Shanghai Nights. The sequel to the 2000, this is 2003, yeah. sequel to the 2000 movie Shanghai Noon, mm-hmm. starring Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. This one, like I said, is 2003. It does have an um, an IMDb rating of 6.2, uh, Rotten Tomatoes 66%, and uh, yeah, if you care about those things, there you go. All right. right. Uh, so... We are going to drop the deuce on Shanghai Nights. So yes. I'm excited about this. And one. that's just so everybody's on the same page. That's Nights with a K. With a K. Because Shanghai Noon in and of itself was a pun. And so this is their way to. How is that a pun? pun. Like High Noon. Like High Noon. Shanghai. Shanghai Noon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I then Shanghai, Shanghai and then. Nights like noon and night, oh, but nights nice spelled nice. with a K. Oh, like nights with a K. Okay. Oh, 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 <laughs> you get that? I it's, do. It's way funnier when you have to explain it. It's way funnier when you have to explain it. So, uh, <laughs> this movie, um, I do believe. Do you have anything about this movie? Do you want the synopsis? Yeah, let's get a synopsis. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Clear my throat I'm here. I'm glad that you're my co-host. <laughs> In 1887, Chon Wing's father and keeper of the Imperial Seal has been murdered by Parliament and the royal family uh, royal family member Rathbone, who then steals the Imperial Seal. Uh, with Chong Wing's sister Chun Lin witnessing the murder, Chon Lin follows Rathbone to London to kill him while sending Chong. I don't think they while spending uh, Chong Wang a letter telling him of the murder. Chong then travels to New York for Royo Bannon. Together they travel to England and meet up with Chon Lin to kill Rathbone and get the Imperial Seal back. That was easy for you to say. I was I got lost in a run-on sentence. No, that's fine. And There's then, a lot of run-on sentences. And then, and then just I don't I don't think they knew how names worked. Oh, I don't think they I don't think anyone who writes like who who kind of like uh, talks about uh, IMDb pages like responds to them. I don't think anyone knows how to write. You know, what I mean? um, I, a friend and I wrote very good reviews for the uh, the show Machine Team before. I think that's what the it was. Machine Team. Wasn't that the cartoon where the kid, when he would get wet, he would turn into a car? Turbo Team. Turbo Team. Thank Turbo you. Turbo Team. Yes. That's <clears throat> sad. I know that. We wrote we wrote reviews for it when we used to work. The USA Cartoon Express. Yes, it was. Wow. It was pretty horrifying. Like when his face would stretch the out. The face would the car. stretch out and be like the, the lights. Yeah. So creepy. Yeah, it was very And the creepy. wheel, the hands of the wheel. Oh, yeah, and his hands would turn into the, <laughs> the wheel. What a nightmare. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> you know what? Is it a nightmare? Shanghai Nights. It's not a nightmare. It's just a night. Mare. No, no. Just a night? I think. I'm not for sure. Shanghai Nightmare. <laughs> You know what's also not a nightmare? What? Uh, the No Phony Podcast Network. Say what? Yeah, why don't you tell us about the No Phony Podcast Network? Uh, so the No Phony Podcast Network is a group of individuals who get together uh, and form a network. Uh, they all cover... in the same room. We all get together in the same room. Yeah, we have like it's like drum circles, okay, but with podcast microphones sure. instead. Uh, so they really have a little of everything. So anything you could want, we have pop culture podcasts, we have sports podcasts, true crime, uh, more of like, you know, life, pets, politics. Um, we got a little everything. So, um, yeah, um, the feature this month is, uh, actually the 390, 
so 390 is the uh, uh, a band who is part of the network, has uh, provided music for a lot of the members in the group. Um, they are sensational. Like, you should definitely go and listen to them, but they are featured this month. So please take a moment, uh, go to nophonynetwork.com, take a listen to 390, and then really anybody else that's on there, just, you know, give it a chance. I just do agree. Click on them one by one. Click, click on them one by one. Yep. Just listen to an episode of each one of them. If you like it, add it to your queue. If you yes. don't like it, I'm sorry about that, but you know what? There are a lot of good podcasts on that network, so. Yeah. You know, there's couple, something for everyone. A couple good new episodes of uh, Politics with Dummies sure. and uh, uh, Gareth's Random Ramblings um, dealing with, you know, Rachel, recent events uh, in out in the world. Sure. Uh, and then if, you know, you could tilt easily with uh, Release of Clowns had a recent episode where uh, they, of course, are hilarious as always. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so yeah, recent events that happened there. There's recent events that are happening right where we're at too, Jeremy. So hopefully yes. we are giving thoughts and uh, and uh, love to uh, Nebraska, which is where we're recording, which uh, a lot of uh, places are being flooded through uh, just rains and uh, lots of snow that has melted into uh, levees and dikes who have broke open. So yeah. there's a lot of people that are donating their time money energy and water too so yeah a lot of these towns are cut off from other places um and and there are those that are missing but you know those that aren't missing still have to deal with the aftermath of their homes um you know and and i i appreciate like we've seen a lot of people from areas where they with more frequent like heavy flooding who have been talking to people up here and saying here's what you need to do here's what you're going to want to do yeah um, you know, and covering the bases, people are trying to stay organized and, and help each other out. Uh, it's been very good. And and tell you what, too, like we'll uh, we will throw out some uh, some like links for some resources, sure. too. If, if any of our listeners out there uh, feel like helping anybody out uh, during this difficult time, we'll throw some links out there. Um, you know, feel free. Uh, it's not always you know those who can donate time you know it's well appreciated those who uh, can throw a few bucks towards buying some more bottles of water sure. that are desperately needed or cleaning supplies that cleaning they're going to need uh, that would help but uh why don't we get to the brass tacks what we're here for jeremy which yes. is dropping the deuce making some people laugh talking about sequel movies Shanghai Nights is what we're talking about. Shanghai Nights. So we're going to start in, uh, like you said, in 1887, right? Yeah. We are in China. China, yes. China, as Mr. Trump would say. China. 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 And uh, Cho Lin, who is the brother of uh, Jackie Chan's character, is uh, and uh, his father is the keeper of the Imperial Seal of China. In the Forbidden City, correct? Yes. I got all that. Yeah. <laughs> I was paying attention for once. <laughs> and uh, they're talking about how uh, Jackie Chan's character, um, who is, like his name is uh, John, John Wong? John Wang. John Wang? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like John Wayne. Like they kept saying John Wayne. And I've never seen the first movie. So I was like, why do they keep calling him John Wayne? Yeah. So... That's a fun little joke. So I, I kind of appreciated that. I don't know yeah. why, but I did. Um, once I once you explained it to me, and I figured it out. Yeah. Saying how he's doing a, a fine job. He's the sheriff in the, the town of uh, Carson City, Nevada, which is where uh, the first movie was taking place. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, Lord Rathbone is there, and he's leading a uh, a group. Of I don't know what you call them assassins or whatever they're they're boxers boxers okay yeah yeah like the boxer rebellion oh, okay I gotcha yeah. they're there to steal the imperial seal because mm-hmm. his his dad has forever like generations his yeah. family has is the protector of it mm-hmm. right right well the the emperor's uh, the emperor like that that holds the power like they say okay well. You know, this person is in charge of everything, and everybody just kind of rallies around that. 
So if it fell into the wrong hands, into non-imperial hands, somebody else could use it to right. uh, kind of coalesce power. Yeah, or give the power to them. Yeah, move the move the power, move the power. So uh, Lord Rathbone then kills uh, his father, and uh, yes. and takes the the seal for himself. And uh, what you want to say, Chill then kind of es- escapes. Yes, Would you she say? she manages to like she has a pretty good fight scene here at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sean Lin played by Fan Wong. Oh yeah. Fan Wong. Yeah. She, uh, she who's, actually. Whose fans are fan fans? I, something like that. I actually read that. Fan Attics? Fan Attics or something Is like it? That. Yeah. It's, it's really For reals? Yes. For reals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, so yeah, but she... Um, does an excellent job uh, fighting. So she, um, very very physical actress. You know she can, she can pull off these moves. Like um, sometimes you get movies where you just get the people who are like the shrinking violets and stuff, especially like the women in in the like um, movies with like martial arts. Sure. And so I appreciate the fact that yeah, you know she's out there doing that. So it reminds me of like her and uh, Lucy Liu, Michelle Yeoh, folks like that. There you go. Uh, we are now in Carson City, and uh, we see Jackie Chan. He's the sheriff. Now, did he become the sheriff in the first movie? Um, no. Well, uh, yeah, kind of. At the end, like a lawman. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, last time we saw him, he was with Roy, right? Uh, and the princess, played by Lucy, Lucy Liu, Liu, with him. Okay. Yeah, that's my guess. Uh, but we see that uh, we see that uh, Chong Wang has uh, Wang has put up all of the uh, he has all these wanted posters up. A bit who he's yeah that he's arrested right. like it shows arrested on sure. all of them. There, Basically, he keeps it pretty yeah. lawful, lawful. And there's town. his deputy, right? He's reading a book. Yeah, the the book is uh, Roy O'Bannon versus the Mummy. Well, yeah, right. The uh, deputy, uh, I don't is that deputy from the first movie. I don't think it is. No, okay. no. I think it's because Roy's not there that we're like, wait, who the we need is that? someone for him to talk to. Yeah, yeah. That's played by Max Hill, or not? Sorry, not Max Hill, but Matt Hill, uh, or also the voice. He's a big voice actor. You might know him as Captain N, the Game Master. So yes, Jackie Chan was talking to Captain N, the Game Master. He seems awfully young to be Captain N. I don't know. Well, this was two thousand three. You know, I'm sure the makeup. He he seemed young, but he didn't seem that young. So he knows? just looks young. He looks young. Him. Maybe he's got a baby face. Who knows? Huh. So uh, you know, he's reading this book, and he's he, and uh, Jackie Chan's character says, "Those are fake. Those those are you know misinformations from you know fake news, fake news, China, <laughs> China." Um, and so uh, he gets uh, like a parcel. You know? Yeah, he gets a pack. Well, he goes to the wagon, uh, the wagon that comes in. Super excited because he he's is it the Wells for, Fargo wagon? Oh yes, the Wells Fargo wagon is coming. I'm glad we know the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, something special, something special for me. <laughs> uh, so he he um. He goes and the 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 stagecoach operator goes. Hey, sorry, no princess this time. So she's left, and he's waiting for her to come back, but she just has not come back. They don't explain anything with that. It's just Lucy Liu didn't want to do. Yeah, we're just assuming. Right. She she has trouble whenever she does like. So when she did the Charlie's Angels full okay. throttle, they had yeah. to replace Bill Murray with uh oh yeah uh, Bernie. Bernie uh, Mac? Yeah, Bernie Mac. Okay. Which makes sense. Totally yeah. makes sense. Sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, but so the uh she hasn't come back, so he's kind of bummed. But he gets a package. Yeah, that has like a puzzle box in it. Yeah, it has right? a puzzle box and a note from, from Lynn that says their father's been killed. Right. So uh, he goes and kind of like lights a fire and says his goodbyes. 
uh, like in the mountains. So he does that. Um, and then he heads to New York to find Roy. So evidently, because again, I've never seen the first movie, but this they had gold from the first movie. Yes, so they got gold. like a like a they found something and maybe got a treasure or something. Yeah. So what happened to the first? They movie? saved the treasure. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so they got to keep it. So he got to keep it. So that he thinks that Roy has all the money. Yeah. Because Roy is Roy is a fast talking right. Con man, kind of a guy, and so he convinced him he was going to invest it. Played by Owen Wilson again. Yeah, so if you're going to have someone like that, yeah, you're going to be Owen Wilson. This director also directed Wedding Crashers, so that makes sense. Yeah. So, who was the director on this one? David Dopkin. Okay. Or Dopkin. Okay. Uh, he directed Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Directed a couple things, other things too, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, Wedding That's Crashers, Clay Pigeons. Yeah. Okay. Great. 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 And Shanghai Nights. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so he travels to New York and... Uh, Next scene is Owen Wilson's character. Yes. And he's, he's... We he, think he's all... He's in his white tuxedo. Oh, he's in his tuxedo, so he must be doing well because, you know, he's, he's trying to bed these two women... Right. And talking to him about his book. Yeah. Okay. And his exploits. And obviously, like, he might have gone too far because it looks like someone broke his nose. It does. Oh, that's just Owen Wilson. No, 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 no. Um, some cable guy did that to him in a bathroom. <laughs> Is that real? In real life? In the movie Cable oh, Guy. Oh, I thought it was Cable Guy. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I thought he was in Cable Guy. Yeah. Squeed up. Movie. Yeah, it's like one of the earliest, like... Uh, that's, I think, the first time I ever saw him. Owen Wilson? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he gets his ass kicked. By I'm going to tell you, like, the, okay. Owen Wilson, I can take him or leave him. Sometimes he acts and it's way too over. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like way out there. For some reason, this movie, he's kind of, he's still playing that out there character, but it's more restrained. Do you feel like that? I feel exactly the opposite. Really? I don't. I feel like I've seen him do even worse than this movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think this is okay, Owen Wilson. It's it's okay. It's not like the worst I've seen. Right, that's what I mean. But I also think there's some people who keep him more in line than others. Um, And this one kind of does, but kind of doesn't. Like, I feel like sometimes they're like, okay... We have important plot. And he's like, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to riff something here. And just like starts talking for this 20 minutes. Owen, Owen does five minutes. Chicky cha cha. Chicky cha cha. I think I'm just going to take this book off the shelf and just talk like this. And what's this? Oh, wow. Look at that. Page 35. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least I'm like not my favorite. Uh. Jackie Chan's sidekick character. Right, but like, think about it if it was someone else. Like, let's say if it was Vince Vaughn, it would be even yeah. more annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just yes. wouldn't be up to snuff. No, agree. Yeah. Um, although, um, I will say, I actually thought his performance in the first one was better than this one. Okay. And I think it's okay. Yeah. Like, this movie yeah. is fine. Yes. It's a fine movie. Yeah. And I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. When when we when we get through it, it's very Scooby Dooish. Yes, very Scooby Dooish. But we'll talk about that too. So where are we at? We're uh, we're in New York, and uh, we find out that uh, he's not rich. That he actually works for the hotel. Yeah, that he's at. And even even better, he's a gigolo. He's a he's a waiter slash. I'm a thirty year old waiter slash gigolo. Yeah, I'm so sad and lonely. I'm a 30-year-old waiter slash gigolo. Did you catch his Midnight Cowboy reference later? No. What was it? He uh, He's walking. Did he cough a lot? And like, it's When he's in London, he walks, starts walking across the street with, with oh. Jackie Chan. Is that walking a, here? The thing was, yeah, he goes, I'm walking here. Okay. Gotcha. Dressed in his cowboy stuff. Good for, for him yeah. to throw in a, you know, a, a movie from, you know. <laughs> 40 years it's very ago. appropriate. 30 years ago? Yeah. It's yeah. appropriate. Um, so... Yeah, like an X-rated... Like a movie that was X-rated at the time? Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, they end up uh, getting ready to take off. 
Of course, he wants, uh, he's trying to get Jackie Chan to sleep with these women. Of course, they're the mayor's daughters, so. Yeah, of New York, right? Yeah. The mayor of New York. Uh, the first time I saw um, saw this, I hated. So there's like a part where Jackie Chan. Well, I, I love the action. Jackie Chan's fighting these cops as they're trying to escape. Okay, so this it, is one of my favorite action. Yeah, shot. Jackie Chan's trying to fight these cops through like the revolving the door. The revolving door. That is fantastic. I thought I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, you got to get that time. I mean, I'm sh- like, I when we were watching this movie, I turned to you and said, he is the Gene Kelly of martial arts. Yeah. Like, it just, it looks so effortless. Absolutely. I agree. And you're just like, wow, wow. And, like, who thought of that to, like, do... He, he likes to do stuff, like, in a round, though. Like, it seems yeah. like in this movie. I don't know if, you know, yes. the other movie he does it. But the way he, he like, he does this scene, and he, he's, in one moment, he's tying a guy up in the in the one part of the revolving door and then flipping around through the suitcase thing. Yeah. That's awesome. I and love it's, that. it's very fluid too. Like yeah, he, he'll flowing. have something in his hand and he moves it by to do something else and you're like, where'd it go? And where'd it go? He put it's like, it in his yeah, he's he like moves. juggling and like martial arts at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, But the first time I saw this scene, I hated because there was a lot of like like right. weird sound effects. It kind of takes you out a little bit at first, but then I kind of get why. Because it's like Keystone Cops. Yeah, it's like Keystone yeah. Cops. I, I, the first time I saw this, I was just like, ugh, because I hate those kind of sound yeah, effects. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And this time, I was like, oh, okay, it's a Keystone Cops moment. That's why they did it. It makes sense then. So sure. it still does take me a little out of it, but it makes more sense. Yeah. So we're heading to uh, England. Yep, he gets them. They they uh, stow away on a, a ship to England. Mm-hmm. So they get to England, um, and they are looking for. There's an okay touching scene on the boat. I mean, yeah. it's an okay scene where he says, "You know, just break the puzzle box open." Well, no, that defeats the purpose. We got you yeah. got to wait for it. Yeah, you know, you have patience. Patience. Yeah, and. Uh, so they're they're heading there. Um, when they get there, they're going to go look for Lynn. Uh, some kid bumps into him, uh, and he uh, it's like, wait a minute, are you guys like looking for? Well, at first you're like, oh, this is the classic. He stole something. Yeah, from him. Yes, and he's just gonna walk, keep walking away. Yeah, and then he turns around. He's like, are you guys looking for a place to stay? Yeah. And his kid's uh, name is Charlie, which yeah, we'll talk Charlie. about later. Um, so, like, are you looking for a place to stay? He's, they're like, no, why don't you get out of here? And he's like, fine then. Because he, I think that, like, he wants to do the right thing. And then he was treats him, uh, Roy treats him like crap. And when he does, he's like, fine, well, I got your watch, bitch. Right. And, like, <laughs> starts running off. Yeah. Um, they end up uh, tracking the kid down. And uh, he's basically being yelled at by a guy who's uh, the equivalent of, like, the artful dodger. Um, So he's, like, yelling at him. Sure. Trying to take it from him. They, when they show up, the, this, like, gang of guys starts fighting them. Yeah, the Fleet Street gang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the Fleet Street gang, uh, they've been sent by the demon pot. The street to, <laughs> to go take care of it. Um, so no, they they go after him. The little boy. Oh, the little boy. The little boy. By the way, yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Johnson. in an early role. Um, so he's running pretty fast in this movie. Yeah. Yes, right? he is. Um, for those of you uh, who aren't familiar, he and was I in the movie Quicksilver, right? <laughs> no, he's not. No, in the movie that Quicksilver. was a movie about. No, that's no, not right. About bike racing. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I saw this forever ago, and I didn't realize it was the same kid. Um, but it's actually Quicksilver from the Marvel, from the Marvel movies. Yeah. So, like, uh, he was in Age of Ultron. Also, he was Kick-Ass. Uh, in that superhero movie, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he was? Him. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Like, the, uh, he was really young. Yes, right? very, okay. young. very young. Very young. Very young, yeah, he looks way different. Like his face elongated as he got older. Yeah, it's very odd. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's little him. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. I yeah. thought you were telling me that he was in that movie Quicksilver with Kevin Bacon. And no. That, or is that the one where they're riding the bikes? I'm going to look that one up, but go ahead. Yeah. No, not that. He was Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, but so they, uh, we get another fight scene here that goes on for a while. Um, and of course they send Owen Wilson running after the kid because we have to get him out of there because he'll just mess things up. Yeah. Jamie Uh, Gertz, Paul Rodriguez, Louis Anderson, Lawrence Fishburne, Kevin Bacon. Louis Anderson? Yeah. 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 But I don't think it's the bike racing one. I think that's Queen's right. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, they send the kid away. They send Roy chasing after the kid because you got to get Owen Wilson out of there. He'll hurt himself. Um, so then Jackie Chan has another big fight scene. And it's, yeah, again, every time Jackie, Jackie Chan has a fight scene, we just find a way for Owen Wilson not to be in it. Yes. Right? And And that kind of... If I remember right, it kind of happens in the last one, but a lot more times he's either close by or he's right. doing something useful at least. Right. In this one, he's like, "Oh no, that, just, that just, rat took my glasses," and he like runs off after and it. Scooby, right? Like he's just Shaggy and Scooby. Like, yes, all rolled into one. Exactly right. And you're just like, ugh. So um, yeah. So yeah, big fight scene, great, lots of flipping. Jumping everything else, they, there's 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 scene where he takes two umbrellas. That's pretty important. I like the scene. Yeah, and he fights with the umbrellas. Yes, and he opens it up, kind of, you know, deflects some things, whatever. Yeah, um, and then he jumps on top of, I don't know, a platform or something, and you can hear singing in the rain. Yeah, again, the Gene Kelly reference is so far in but, there. Like, but as he's like, moving and doing it, it's very it's smooth, so effortless, and I was like, wow. It's such a... The whole fight scene is pretty good. Look, there's Jackie Chan movies where you're like, oh, okay, this is cartoonish. Yeah. yeah. And there's some elements of cartoon in here, but it's still not as cartoonish as some of I've seen yeah. where it's like, ooh, bug eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is fine. I like yeah. this. He, um, it's decent. Yeah. He goes from... Um, you see him like leaping... Um, like he runs up a like a cart, he runs over the cart. It pops up, hits a guy in the head. Then he like runs up it and jumps to the roof. Right. I mean, when the other guys do, and it's like I me, mean, it goes all over the place. It's great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, at the end, uh, they send the criminals packing, but they get taken in too. Yes. So. Yes. So they get uh, taken in by uh, the Scotland Yard inspector. Artie Doyle. Artie Doyle. Yeah. Artie Doyle. Mm. Played by Thomas Fisher. So, and he says, wow, I've been trying to defeat these guys forever and took you like the afternoon to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And they, uh, he says, oh, you're, um, you're what's his bucket. You're Roy O'Bannon. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of those books. So he's big in, he's big in Europe too. Yes. His books. Um, so, so very, very yeah. third man. So <laughs> very third man. Thomas Fisher was a seaman in Hunt for Ryan October. <laughs> I just wanted to say seaman. Uh, and he was in other movies as well. So Van Helsing, top hat, Van Helsing. So there you go. The illusionist oh. Murphy's law. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Uh, so we also, um, I think around this time too, we start to, uh, like, Lord Rathbone goes to Congress or to the sorry Parliament, uh, and not the funkadelic kind, <laughs> the boring kind. Uh, so no, he goes to Parliament and he uh, he brings a tiger there. They say it's a gift from the Emperor of China for the Queen. Uh, and of course, it's like roaring. It was just a very awkward scene. It's awkward, but it's. I think it's because they want to get him out of his estate or wherever it is. So now he's driving back, and we see somebody show up in the back of his car. Uh, it's Wu Chow, uh, played by 
Donnie Yen. I think this is the first time that Donnie Yen and Jackie Chan were in a movie together. Okay. Um, but Donnie Yen, for those of you, he's been in a ton of stuff too, but like uh, for more commercial kind of things, I think he's been in uh, Rogue One, Star Wars. Story. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Just very The blonde young. guy, right? Yeah. Was he the blonde guy in Rogue One? The blonde guy? Oh, the, the blind, blind guy. guy. Yes. Yeah, he was the blind guy. Yes, the Asian blonde guy in Rogue One. Remember hey, that guy? Yeah, he was he amazing. He could have his hair dyed. Yeah. Um, but no, he, uh, yes, he was the blind guy. Uh, and so the, uh, basically he's like, you know, did you get the seal? You know, I'm going to need that so I can, you know, get all the, the emperor's enemies together. And Rathbone's like, yeah, yeah, we got it. But you know, you have to get me what I need. You know, once the, once the queen is dead and I'm in charge, then, you know, you'll get everything you want. And so, uh, they, uh, oh, and he asked for like the knife that was used to kill, uh, uh, Wang's dad was, uh, like it was this guy's knife. It was Wu Chao's right. knife. Yeah. So, and then, uh, later he, wants, he learned, wants to take control. Of it. Yeah. Well, it's because, so both of them are kind of these jilted. We learn, uh, Wu Chao is the emperor's brother, uh, his big brother. Right. Um, but he was not picked to be like the next emperor. And so he was kind of shifty. So they booted him from the Forbidden City. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Lord Rathbone is 10th in line to the throne. Uh, and in order to be able to take over as king, he yeah. has to kill the other nine. That so are it's kind of like King Ralph where he tries to, he, he has this plot where he's trying to yes. kill everyone else. Where, where, where take he, a picture he with plays water. all innocent being like. In America, but in America, really, but really he, I mean, hot dogs. Yeah. He really, you know, was the one who electrocuted all of them. So we want to say that he's from, um, Sing Street. Yes. Also, he's from, uh, yes. Aiden Gillen. Yes. Yes. From, um, God, was it, uh, Game of Thrones? Yes. Yes, he is. He played Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. He played Bowfinger, right? In uh, Game of Thrones. Am I right? Am I seeing that yep. right? Yep. Bowfinger. Bowfinger? Yes. That's yes. the one. He was in Bowfinger? Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was in, okay. So he, he was in the movie Bowfinger with the Game of Thrones. I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, anyway, so th- there's that kind of half story. And he's, he tells uh, Wu Chow to meet up with him to talk with him at his uh, at the Queen's Jubilee like celebration at his yeah. estate, which is how we set up. That that's what's going to happen. So sure. uh, in the meantime, they are they uh, are in jail. Uh, Doyle is like, oh, hey, guys, he uh, they, they find out that Lynn is there. She tried to kill Rathbone. Rathbone. Yeah, she tried to, to hunt him down. Uh, so they have her arrested. She, they won't let her go because, hey, she's this, you know, bad lady. They call her Looney Lynn. Um, and so. That's uncalled for. I know. Um, they're saying that she. Isn't that uh, the c- currency in Canada? Looney Lynn's? Yeah, Looney Lynn's and mm-hmm. Toonie Lynn's. Looney Lynn's and Toonie Lynn's. Looney Lynn's and Toonie Tins. Oh, wait, that's Woody Woodpecker. That's all, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so they, they basically, uh, Roy, of course, says he's in love with her, so on and so forth. Just more Owen Wilson talking for, you know, for, no reason. for long periods of time. I'm just going to say five things. Uh, so they, uh, they end up. Wes Anderson's a great guy. <laughs> oh, oh, we also learned. So Artie Doyle has invented a method of like deducing things from they just looking at objects just looking at objects if you can't tell where this is going you know every one of these characters has like uh like a hidden talent yeah maybe they have a superpower yes in a way yeah except much. owen wilson's character his superpower is he's uh scumbag i don't know he just bullshits he just bullshits his way into yeah. he falls in and out of situations yes that's it so, He's the one that gets you in the situation. Yeah. So uh, Charlie gives him back the watch, like turns it in. Uh, he says, hey, it was a fake. They uh, 
he offers to give them somewhere to stay. Well, of course, he broke into somebody's house to do it. They're discussing how to get into Rathbone's party. And uh, they they decide that, uh, or Charlie's like, uh, duh, use this invitation, use this invitation that's just sitting here. That's just sitting here. Yeah. Magically just sitting here. Yeah. Uh, so they use, the, they use the invitation to get in. Well, they're, they're not just going to let us in. Well, now here's the time to have disguises. Well, of course. Okay, again, this is very Scooby-Doo-ish like yeah. when, whenever they would do disguises. Yeah. Shaggy. And like Scooby, <laughs> Scooby would wear that thing like that uh, Jackie Chan's wearing. You he's know what I mean? Like he's Indian? Yes, I swear he would. Yeah, probably. And so he, uh, so they get in there and of course Rathbone. Do you think the writers like, were like, well, uh, what's my inspiration? My inspiration is 4.30 on the TBS. <laughs> it's a good old Scooby-Doo episode. That seems right. Yeah, right? It seems right. We should have them run from door to door and yes. they'll go in and out. And we'll go in and out of the door. I mean, that's what. I wish that would eye, There's eye holes in, in, in there the paintings. Are. And rotating. And rotating. Yeah. Uh, fireplaces so they get into they disguise themselves as like these uh what he like says a colonel and then an he Indian says royal. Sherlock Holmes because he sees a clock you know yeah and he says uh that he's Sherlock Holmes and then what what does he say he says he's uh the uh the one guy Kama Sutra yeah right of I, like uh Carson City, Nevada. Oh no, he says he's the like the. Oh, not the Carmen Suda. That's the book thing. Yeah, the Raj, the Raj, yeah, or the whatever Mar- it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of Carson of Nevada, and so uh, Rathbone yeah. knows something's up, and he kind of like he's like you're. Oh, and and please welcome Sherlock Holmes and the sex book, Karma Sutra of <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> That's the one. So Rathbone goes and kind of like. Almost alludes to the fact that he realizes who Jackie Chan probably is. Right. Uh, and But then he disappears. They go follow him to his study. And it becomes more Scooby-Doo. Yeah. They go in there and he's gone. So Roy is like, hey, look for Secret Passage. Secret Passage. Meanwhile, the holes of the where we're talking about, the, the paintings. Yeah. There's someone, the eye holes. Someone was looking at me. Okay, yeah. we get it. And the joke Whoop. goes on. keeps going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at one point, uh, Jackie Chan, like he finds the switch to the secret door is the boob of a statue, uh, and it spins around and he finds a big treasure room and sees the seal, but then it gets attacked. Speaking of treasure, Owen Wilson's character finds the Kama Sutra book, sits down to read it or to look at the pictures, you would say, and he's spinning, uh, Jackie Chan's spinning around. Another, but it's another thing where he's spinning around and doing these, these uh, techniques. That, yeah, that, that's fine. You know why this scene's okay for me? It's because it's familiar. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Like it's not anything that I'm writing home about, but I, but I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I'm just like, okay, I'll live with it. Yeah. It's not. It's not great. It's not bad, but it's Scooby Doo. Yeah. Right. Um. I think the part that the but part it's fun. Yeah, it is. I again, like I, I think that Owen Wilson was much more useful, like in the first movie for me. So like in this one, I have a lot of I have difficulty with how like useless he's being. No, oh, gotcha. Um, I, I think maybe part of it is because you get Lynn who gets to come in for action, too. Right. So like as an example, in this scene where uh Jackie is or Wang is out like fighting in the library uh, and looks like he's about to get hit or whatever and then all of a sudden like Lin jumps through a painting and starts fighting people and so it's uh, basically she managed to escape from jail right. using the playing cards that Roy had given her earlier. Right. Uh, and like a bunch of like some ridiculous explanation of how she escaped, but yeah, can you say the the scene coming up with Jackie Chan in the vases or the vases you want to yeah. say? I think is um, it's clever, it's funny, uh, it's interesting, and uh, it's still action packed. 
but it, it kind of but it has that funniness of yeah Keystone Cops again or like you know what I mean yeah it, he's trading off like the people are trying not to hit the bases liked it and laughed yes at it. and I yeah. thought oh that's funny well he's used this same bit multiple times sure he did it in Rush Hour as sure. well so um but yeah they, they don't want to break the vases so he's like juggling them around with them and it is it's almost like a juggling act it's very funny um very entertaining again like the action is is great um the uh, eventually they realize the royal seal is gone and uh charlie grabbed it and then snuck away and roy can't get him uh lord rathbone shows up and basically puts them in the what they puts them in the like the barn or something and uh ends up setting it on fire to let them burn to death. Uh, they escape. They first he like throws uh, he throws Lynn out the like up to the rafter so she can climb out the roof. Jackie does. Um, and then he goes to do it with Roy. And I do like the line where he's just like, what in our history together makes you think that I would be able to do that? <laughs> And, you know, it is. Like, if he'd have tossed him up there, it could have been more comical or more, like, cartoony. Um, but I like that he was just like, um, I like that he was just like, it, come on. And so then they end up using the car right. to bust out of the uh, the barn. So they escape. Uh, they end up going to, like, a. they crash. They get picked up by Lynn. They go to a flea bag, like, kind of a brothel hotel um, where they get in fights. Well, they, uh, well, Lynn, uh, she, Olsen's character ends up kind of falling for her. Uh, yes. Her, right? Yeah. And so... And vice versa. Jack, yeah, and vice versa. And Jackie Chan's character is like, no, you can't trust him. You know, he's just one of those friends that you don't want to take shit, you know, to your other friends or your family. Yeah, he, you know, he sucks. He's not that great. Yeah. He, and, and Owen Wilson's character gets angry about that. Yeah. Says you're a traitor, or whatever. And he makes it up to him by inviting a hundred billion women, yeah, to his room. I don't know how he got them for, all up there for a semi-naked pillow fight. Party. For for a, a naked pillow fight, yeah. And a guy, a guy shows up too. Yeah, just a random guy, just a random guy. So there you go. <laughs> Which is actually it's fun because it's not it's not it shows Jackie Chan's comedy that's not necessarily his fighting right yeah. it's like a fun kind of pillow fight thing yes instead of like this action pack thing yes exactly. so i kind of thought it was, it was fun it was yeah fine. it's fun it's fine um and so they they make up um I'm trying to think do they they kidnap lynn she like they kidnap lynn oh no they they go, uh, they go after Charlie. Right. They go see. Yes, they go after Charlie. Yeah. Um, oh, because he's in the wax museum. Yeah. Well, they they go to see Artie Doyle, who who's been fired. Yeah, who's now been fired because of Lynn getting out. They realize there's wax on his hat, on Charlie's hat, and they go, "Oh, he's at the wax museum." Wax museum. Okay. Madame Tussauds. Uh, so they go again. Another Scooby Doo kind yes. of scene. Where well, like, yeah, especially because they have one where like Jackie Chan walks by some characters yeah. and then he walks freezes back and there's two more a part of the wax thing. Well, and there's two more and he goes one, two, three, four, five, and then they right. start attacking. Yeah, and later he poses as one and then they kind of like shuffles out. <laughs> but they they it's fight. Goofy. Uh, they realize that Charlie goes for the seal that he's kept and he ends up uh, trying to run away with it. Well, or he, Charlie gets away and they have the, the seal finally, Roy and, and Wang do. Um, but Wu Chow comes back and says, here's the, here's the thing. We're going to kill the kid or, you know, unless you don't give us that seal. All right. So he, they give him the seal. They decide to give it to yeah. him. So, uh, so they save Charlie. He gets away with the seal. You know, they kidnap. Them. They do the right thing. They yeah, they kidnap Lynn. Yeah. Um, and Lynn, they use as a basically the whole plan is, uh, 
they're gonna they're they have a machine gun that they're yes. gonna kill all the the royals. Yeah, the At machine gun. The nine royals that are. Uh, yes, and literally the the machine gun had been invented like three years before. At this there point. you go. So there um, go. and we're not talking about old timey Gatlin gun with a crank. No. This is actual like machine action <laughs> gun. So, um, so they uh, have the machine gun. They're gonna mow people down. Then they're gonna leave Lynn's body there, like she did it, like she did yeah. it, so they can blame it on her and the boxer. Meanwhile, Charlie. Decides that he's going to save them from the capture. Yes, and he finds the wagon that they're that they're that yeah they're they've in. been arrested in. Yeah, and finds the key in. and unlocks it and yes. lets them out. And they're like, "Why'd you come back?" And they're like, well, how, "Why'd you give him the yeah? Why'd the, you save me?" Hey, 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 kid, what's your name? My name is Charlie. Charlie Chaplin. My name's Charlie. Charlie Chaplin. And that was the first eye roll. I don't, I get like the history thing, but like this movie, it's, it's filled with facts that aren't correct when it yes. comes to history and it does, they don't need to be correct because that's not the plot. Yeah. But if you're going to do this, I don't know. I just don't like it. Well, I will, I will tell it's you. It's like quantum leap. Oh, you ran into Michael Jackson. Yeah. Or you know? it's little Billy Clinton. Little Billy Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. Um, so I will tell you, it does this in the first movie too. Okay. But I think in the first movie, it's not so. In the first movie, it's kind of like, oh, okay. It's That's not cute. so smack in your face. Yeah. I, and I think that they were like, we have to have that again. People loved it. And so then they were like, oh, uh, well, let's do this. And they like decided to force it even more. Um, so they're, uh, they're, so they go to um, where the fireworks are at. Yeah. To go save the royal family. Yeah. Um, so, can I, uh, can I also say? Yeah, go ahead. Charlie Chaplin was born in 1889. Sure. Again, like. And the movie takes place in 1887. The history this kid doesn't, is doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't have to. Right. Agreed. You know, no, one, no one's getting on their phones in 2003. Yeah. Because it's 2003. Yeah, we had no choice. We had, we had no choice. We're just reality. like, yep, okay. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> only I had happened. a device that I could look that up real quick with. <laughs> it's exactly what happened. Well, I did bring my encyclopedia. <laughs> my mobile encyclopedia. My 24 bucks with me. I'm just lug them around. Thank God I have this. <laughs> thank God I have this. Uh, Apple. Uh, what are those things called? Martha's or what? I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Sure. So they, uh, so they end up Newtons. saving. The, go ahead. It was a Newton, I think, okay. is what it was. It was a tablet. So they end up saving her, um, but the gun goes off, and uh, does he? He tries to like save uh, what's his bucket? Owen Wilson's character he ends up falling outside the the clock. Yeah. So they're. Um, so he thinks he killed him. Yeah. Rathbone. Well, they they managed to stop the the machine gunning down below. Yeah. Uh, they get on the boat. They stop that. Uh, get Lynn freed, uh, and the, the gun does go off, um, somewhat. So like you see it, but it misses the Royals, um, and it goes off when Rathbone's up there. So it almost gets him too. So he's like, "Holy shit!" Right. Um, and there's this cool like he's fighting Wu Chow in the scene. Like he's he's fighting him. He's uh, he's going. Oh, hand to hand with him. When it flips, yeah, and, and the gun is actually rotating because yeah. it's been kicked and it's like spinning around. And they'll stand up and be doing something, and they like roll or go down right as the gun goes past where it right. would have mowed him down. And then finally, he's standing up, and you know it's not going to stop. Like he's not going to be able to get out of its way, yeah. and it runs out of bullets right before it gets to him. Yeah, I thought that was clever. very smooth. Yeah. I thought it was a very neat scene. Again, very choreographed, very well. Yes, very much. So then they're, to your point, then they're fighting Rathbone in the uh, the clock, clock and Big Ben. The clock, the Big Ben. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Rathbone, who is supposed to be the best swordsman in all of England, as they've said like 82 times. He's not that bad of a sword. Like the, the actor himself. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah, no, he he trained. Studied did and the stuff very yeah. well. I mean, yeah. um, but they... Like I love when like someone picks up a sword with the other swords. Yes. Like, I'm always like, yes. Yeah, right. Where he does the thing where he like spins it up and, yeah. and grabs it. Yeah. No, he does a very good job. 
And so uh, you see, um, so like Roy gets flipped out of the clock. He thinks he's dead. So now they're really like heavy duty fighting. Um, trying to remember. He ends they're up, on like this weird thing that's holding them. And so he just starts cutting because he's like, I'm not going to win. So he just starts cutting. Oh, he's rope. cutting the ropes to like the yeah. um, scaffold or not yeah. the scaffolding, the like catwalk that they're sure. on. And then that tips everyone over and everyone breaks through the clock. Yep. Rathbone falls to his death. Uh, Owen Wilson catches uh, Jackie Chan. And he's yep. like, oh, I thought you were dead. And then um, because the sword had fallen in the gears of yes. the clock, the clock then went crazy and the arms started falling. So then they're like, we have to jump. So then they hit the... Uh, the uh, God, what's that called? The Union Jack. The Union Jack, right? Yeah. yeah, the Union Jack. Rip the middle of the the stripe of the Union Jack as they're falling down, and then they make it safe down, right? Yes. And then the the end of the movie is the Queen is pretty much knighting everyone, and yes. saying, "I'm knighting you, and I'm knighting you." And then we get to uh, Doyle, and they're like, "I'm knighting you, sir." Uh, Arthur Conan Arthur Doyle. Arthur Conan Doyle, who obviously wrote Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Who was, again, not a detective, but a doctor. But a doctor. And also, not real weird and skinny, he yeah. was a chubby dude. That dude was thick. Was he really? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So uh, you've been deuced with that one. Yes. And uh, we have some nice bloopers. It's fun. Jackie Chan bloopers are fun. Yes. I don't care what anyone says. Man, that man gets he gets a hit and whatever, but he just keeps getting up. Keeps going. The He's one like that the energizer bunny. The one that really I'm like, holy shit, is actually there's a couple of them. Because you can tell when like sometimes with, with some of these guys, like he's not some of it choreographed and he's doing whatever, but you can tell like some of the heavier duty fight scenes. Not just the ones where he's like you know, juggling things, but where he's like being really heavy duty is like uh, when he's going up against Donnie Yen. There's two of them. Like there's a uh, one of them. He hits something and he rolls, but he hits it and the thing underneath him breaks out and he like falls down into it. And Donnie Yen is like everybody starts rushing there. And Donnie Yen's like whoa 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 he's okay, and like puts his hand up like he's got it. Because they obviously they've done stuff, you're you know, like they they are pretty professional with that and they've done fights choreography and they know, sure, no, no, he's fine. Just like, but the the other one, I was like, holy hell, is uh, Jackie Chan is fighting with something that has like it's like a I think he's doing a life preserver, is what it is. And uh, uh, Donnie Yen has like a staff that he's hitting it with, or they're like dancing around. Well. The way uh, Jackie Chan spins the thing, the hole is opened by his face. Oh, God. And Donnie Yen cracks him in the forehead with that staff. Jesus. And you see, like, Jackie Chan immediately drops it and starts, like, rubbing his forehead. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, so, should we do our five questions? Yes, we should. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Um, what do you think was the best part of this movie? There are uh, uh, many best parts of this movie. Action sequences are fine in yeah. this movie. Uh, probably the best part is the choreographed uh, parts of the movie. Um, so my favorite choreographed part, I think it's a tie between the street scene with the umbrella and mm-hmm. the scene at the beginning with the revolving door. The revolving door, I think, is a little bit higher for me. I like that one a little bit more. Yeah. Because I think it's because I've never seen anything like that before. I've yes. seen like a street, you know, fight scene. But, yeah, you know, yeah. No, I think I, I think, think the uh, the needle drops are not. I think they take me out of the movie. Yes, I don't like the the music. Yeah, too much. I, I can I can tolerate some of it. Some of it that's closer in age to the other ones, but then right. like. So they play like when you play the Who with the Magic Bus, that that one yes. did not like. Yeah, exactly. That like, one uh, that one gets me. Cause those just seem Right. I get what they're trying to do, but like Yeah, I get like it's not bad. It's just no. I wish they didn't do that. I think it, I think just have a score. Yes. You know I mean? Agreed. Yeah. I, that would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. 
or like I'm sorry, then take a song and just do like an orchestrated version of something. Like they do in Westworld. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I think that would have been much more effective. Your favorite your favorite part of the movie? Um, I you know, mine is the fight scenes too. It's hard for me to pick, like because there's some of them that are like I basically categorize them into three things. There's like your weapon play stuff, there's your hand-to-hand stuff, uh, and then there's the more like acrobatic kind of things. For the acrobatic ones, I do like the uh, the rotating door scene a lot, but I think I like the street scene better because I like the umbrella stuff he does. Yeah, the umbrella stuff is pretty the, sweet. The umbrella stuff is great to me. Yeah. Um, I love uh, the hand-to-hand fight on the uh, barge against Wu Chao. Like, there was some, like, you could tell, like, they were like, oh, it's us, two guys who do martial arts, professional, whatever. Let's right. do this. Let's go. And, like, it it seemed like the stakes were higher. Yeah, that seemed really cool. And I loved the, the sword play between, um, uh, with uh, Aiden Gillen and uh, Jackie Chan with stuff. Like, yeah. to me, that was, it was well done. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of the, like, reference stuff Sometimes that works for me and sometimes it doesn't. When it doesn't work for me is when you're like, let's do them rapid fire and right. like it doesn't that, make sense. Doesn't Look, that's a minor thing yes. in this movie, right? Yeah. It, but it does take me out. But it's still a minor thing. It's like the music. The music yes. is a minor thing for yeah. me. This is a fine movie. It's yes. okay. Uh, do you think this one stands on its own? I was confused about uh, a lot of things. How do they get the money? Um, I mean, why is he arguing about the money? Where did the money come from? How did he get to Carson City, Nevada? I don't know any of that because I've never seen the first movie. Yes. So, no, it doesn't. Okay. Um, yeah, it doesn't really for me either. Like, when I go back and think about it by itself. Um, and even on this one, like, it they don't talk about a lot of stuff like, okay, so I think about like Miss Congeniality too. Uh, when she gets a phone call from Benjamin Bratt or whatever, that's like, Hey, <laughs> I'm ditching you. Like, that's all like, we don't go into it with tremendous depth, but we know what's happening. Like, I have no clue why there's a bunch of characters missing from one movie to the next. Right. In this one. Uh, and then, if you would have told me Lucy Liu was in that first movie, I'd be like, "No, she wasn't." Well, Do you know what I mean? Well, like, on top of that, like, like they make reference. I would to be the like, fact "Yeah, I would want her to be in this one." Yeah, it's just it's very confusing because they kind of make reference to them, but they don't explain what's happened with sure. anything. So, like, that's problematic. Um, and really, like they they ditch the old west real fast, so. Like it, it just seems like why is he in the West? Why? What is happening? You right. Know, like, like it's, it's yeah. no. Um. Would you? Uh. Does well. Does this make you want to watch the first one? Yeah. I mean, this is fine entertainment. Yeah. This is an okay entertainment that uh, you can sit down and don't have to think much about about it. Yeah. You know, let your cares go. I think that I would watch the first movie. Yeah. When this it, is fine. When the when the movie opened right off the bat, I was like, God, this makes me want to watch the first one. No. Like because. I can only imagine what the fight scenes are, are like, oh, yeah. and I want, and I'm anticipating, yeah, probably watching it in the future, yeah, in and the, future. the western aspect of it. Again, you know me, like I like westerns, but westerns that are like have a different perspective to them, uh, and so like I, I like this movie. I like the first one. Sure. Um, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Well, a third film was meant to be produced under the title Shanghai Dawn, which makes sense. So it is. It was set in February seventh, two thousand three. An interview with Owen Wilson said that we are talking about it, uh, and that they would start out in Hollywood and then be going there to Africa or the pyramids. But then Jackie Chan said he wanted to be more in China because he didn't get to showcase that that much. Yeah. So then it says in November two thousand sixteen, the writers of the first two films said that they want to showcase China. And that they are uh, that Chan and Wilson also have uh, are going to have a hand in the creative process of it, and that uh, they said uh, MGM announced that they are moving forward with Shanghai Dawn. Jackie Chan, Lucy Liu, and Owen Wilson are ex- expected 
to reprise their roles. So, oh wow, Lucy Lou's gonna be so, back. And then Jared Hess, this is what I laughed about before we went on the air. Jared Hess is set to direct it. He directed Napoleon Dynamite and uh, Nacho Libre. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah, I think that's very weird. And I think uh, th- that they would make it even more cartoonish. And I think I don't like that. Yeah, I think so too. Wait, did he do Gentleman Bronco too? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to get cartooniness. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely would. Um, oh, my God. So, <laughs> oh, so to answer your question, continue. But don't, but continue it on the level of this. Do not make it car, so cartoony that it takes you out of reality. And I yeah. think that they were borderline in this, but I think it's, you know, above what it, yeah. what it should have been, which is good. I, you know, I almost like, I think that Jackie Chan is correct. Like, I, I say, screw the pyramids and whatever else. Like, um, them in China, I think, is the right idea. And because now you can take the Western person and put them in, you know, the the Chinese culture uh, and do it a little bit differently, come at it from a different perspective, I think would be much more fun. Right. And you could actually make the old Muslim character a little bit more three-dimensional in a way. Yeah. Because if he's a fish out of water, you could possibly learn a few things. Yes. Along the way. Who knows? Yes. Um, finally though, um, oh, I guess I would, I'm okay continuing with yeah. it, but just in that right way. Yeah. Um, some of your experience not been two words. Um, above par, meaning that this is a movie that I think is a borderline. Like there's, there's certain times when we watch these sequels where I'm like, Ooh, they took what worked in the first movie and made it too much. Of a thing in the second movie, and it just did not work. It took you out of it, and it, it kind of left reality. I think that this borderline could have taken you out, but for some reason, the, the direction of the movie kept you in. Right? Yeah. Even in the in the aspects of of the needle drops and and the Charlie Chaplin thing. So I think this is a an above par movie. Like it's okay. Yeah. And I think that, like, if, if it's on TV, watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know? Um, my I guess what I would say is uh, my words are diminishing returns. Because to me, it's like they took the stuff that made the first one clever and cute. And we're like, let's just use those things again. But then there's so many more things that we didn't talk about. Like them running into Stonehenge. Why would you leave stones there? Well, I'm going to invest in Zeppelins because that's where the money is. Not this automobile. Who's going to use that? And then they use an automobile. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah but, they, but I think they, yeah. And it takes you out of it a little bit, but then the action sequences pull you back in. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I think that the stuff that really made the first one work worked not as well here, but it still worked well enough. Yeah. To, you know, make it a fine movie. Sure. Just not the same caliber of movie as the first one. Yeah. So you say watch it if you're just oh, an yeah. average. I think yeah, an average yeah. viewer just could watch this movie. Yeah, watch Be it. Be okay with it. Yeah. Now I Don't think about it. It's not a thinking movie for heaven's sake. If somebody is showing them back to back, definitely yeah. get in on that. I think sure. it, that'd be a good way to watch them. I think it'd be a good way, of like a double feature. Yeah. It's a good way to watch Just like it. I... Whenever they have the Back to the Future movies where it's like one, two, three in a row, I'm in. Yeah, like but those I'm are really in. good movies. These are they subpar. are these are subpar. Okay. But yeah, but but even then, like <laughs> sometimes them being together makes it a little makes bit it a little then. bit better. Like yeah. you you because you're missing it. something right now. Yeah, right. Like you appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I think they need to start if they're going to Hollywood in this movie. They need to start out there. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? All right, you've been deuced on Shanghai Nights. Jeremy, what else are we doing in our aughts? That is a good question. Well, I'll tell you what we're doing. We're doing the second Matrix movie. Oh, that's right. And we are doing uh, The Princess Diaries 2. Royal Engagement. What's that? The Royal Engagement. Is it Royal Engagement? Yeah. Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement. 
So those are three completely different movies. Yes. So look forward to that, right? Yes, indeed. And uh, where can people find us? Uh, people can find us at the Deuce Podcast. That's Podbean. The Deuce Podcast. Podbean. Um, you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, yeah, iTunes. Um, make sure you're, if you could, if it's no trouble, please go in there and rate our show. Um, you know, we, we like to, to hear the feedback, know where we can improve. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on, um, you can also find us on Twitter at Deuce Podcast. So, um, uh, be sure to check us out. Um, we'll post stuff there and then we'll also retweet things from our, our, uh, podcast uh, network mates, uh, over at the No Phony Podcast sure. Network. Uh, you can also find us at nophonynetwork.com as well as all of our, our teammates. That's right. Uh, so, uh, Konnichiwa. No. Or Auf saying No. No, that's, what? that was Japanese. I know, but I'm just saying, oh, okay. I'm just saying I goodbye. Were, I was like, oh my God. No, I'm just saying goodbye to oh, the languages. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll be saying goodbye. Like, I'm just doing. Yeah. No, I. Uh, not, no, I was just doing. No, okay. I wasn't trying to be. The sequels came. <laughs>